Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello and welcome back to Tech Champagne. I am Elisa Wilcox and today I have a very special guest. I'm very, very excited to chat with her today. Um, She's one of my favorite people. She puts up with me every single day, just about. She is a lovely human. She's also my assistant and takes care of all the things. And she's such a talent. She's a creative genius and just a lovely human. <laughs> I want to introduce you to Catherine Massey. Hi, Catherine. Hi, what a really sweet introduction. I will accept, not very easily, <laughs> but thank you. That was very kind. Oh, I'm so excited to be talking to you today. I, I love sharing people that are super creative. I'm a word person. I have a really difficult time visually creating more than like a stick figure. So (laughs) when I see people that are as talented as you are, it just, I'm floored. I'm floored. You do so many things for me and my business every single day. And, you know, when I ask you to maybe post an Instagram story of a new program, I can't even tell you how impressed I am by what oh, you create. It's just thanks, so. Thanks, Lisa. Well, you're a delight to work with, so it makes it easier. <laughs> Thank you. True. Thank you so much. True. Yeah, so we met a few years ago. You were um, doing social media marketing for our good friend's business, mm-hmm. and you were just such a talent. And the way that you carry yourself and your style for people that go to your website and check out your style will see that you have this. <laughs> amazing vintage vibe that is in everything that you do. It's very stylish, very beautiful. Really awesome. So call it thrift store chic. Uh, Sorry, say it again. Thrift store chic. (laughs) I I love it. Or something. I I love it. Love it. Um, And you're an East Coast native. I am. Mm -hmm. And you've been Mm -hmm. here in Santa Barbara for about 20 years, right? Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Time flies. It does. Enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) And you're an artist. You're a creative genius. You're a writer, (laughs) an excellent photographer. I'm just, I'm so blessed to have you in my world. I really do appreciate you every single day. Thank Um, you. Ditto. So I'm excited to share about you and your business and light and muse is the name of your business. Mm -hmm. And tell us a little bit about how that started. Oh gosh. Okay. So, you know, my, my background is in social work and psychology. That's what I started with, with my undergraduate degree. So I was in community uh, work initially right off the bat, which speaks to my, you know, the heart of what I do, which is to want to connect with community or to give back to community and to help to strengthen community. Um, at the heart of everything that I do, even in creative pursuits. Um, But then that morphed into, I went to get my master's in art education. So then I taught art and worked with children uh, for about 10 years. And then on the side, I was doing 
just just making creatively, just making accessories and having fun with that and making hair flowers. And then that people started asking about it. I'm not good at promoting myself at all. So, but when people will touch in about what I'm wearing, I'll give them the information and then they want to buy that just kind of opened up doors for me um, with what I could do um, in terms of income with what I was creating on the side of teaching. And then that just morphed into full-time work for my own business. So it was about 15 or so years ago, really, when I started um, full-time about 15 years ago. Um, and then over the past few years, the accessories then morphed into, um, and my business transformed into services, so creative services. That kind of came out of nowhere because it was just kind of random people or friends asked if I could help them creatively with their business or could I help them, you know, kind of update their social or give them tips on their social. Um, and then I started helping with that and doing photography and graphics and copy. Um, and then from there, it just turned into helping with events and creative spaces. It's just become a hub of like an injection of creativity for people who are looking to have that um, and to elevate their brand or just their day-to-day -day lives. Mm -hmm. I just love having like creative impulses in life and know how fulfilling that is for me. Um, I love offering that to other people um, on any level. So that has transformed um, my business, which I turned into Light and Muse about a year and a half ago. Um, and that's where I am at this point, uh, is with creative services as my primary and my accessory shop line and art prints as, an, as an, a component on my site as well. I love that. I think it's important. I, I think you kind of maybe skimmed over this part a little bit, but <laughs> it's brave to leave, you know, a, 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 I don't really ever consider, you know, corporate jobs or more traditional jobs as you know, more stable than being entrepreneur because mm. oftentimes they're not, but it mm. does take a lot of bravery to leave a job you've had for 10 years and go into entrepreneurship. And before we kind of hit record here, you did mention that your, your ex-husband, your mm -hmm. husband at the time was mm -hmm. supportive and was like, let's do it. Let's make this happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it really does help to have that kind of support network. This is not something that anyone can do. I mean, the work I was doing, the teaching I was doing in Santa Barbara, in the art community, uh, those jobs are very difficult to get in terms of full-time work. So I was working up to five different teaching jobs, okay. you know, I mean, it was still a lot going on. And um, anyway, Sebastian, my ex-husband, you know, he was just very supportive of that. And he's just said, just go for it. We'll, we'll see how this goes. And so I have him to thank for, for helping with that. Um, and then I went on my own and, um, you know, I just kind of developed it in the, in the, in the way that really worked and resonated with who I am and, and, and how I want to expand in my life. And it just kind of things just organically transformed and, and I'm a believer in going with that. Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to trying to control every step of the way never works. <laughs> not for never, ever. So, you know, you kind of have to pay attention to the cues as you go. Um, and, and that's how I do it anyway. So, 
And did you have times in your entrepreneur journey where you thought, I can't do this. It's not working. I should go back to work. Yes, daily. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, there, there is that misconception, I think, in, in the culture of, of small businesses and going on your own creatively, that this is something that'll consistently feel uplifting and your whole right. life is fulfilled. This is just another element about how you as a person respond to life. So it's a good practice on, you know, how you treat other people, how you treat other, um, how you respond to situations in life. That's going to overlap and play out in fascinating ways within your career. So um, I feel like, yeah, that doubt comes in if that's at, you know, the core of who you are, if you're still working through things. And you know what? It's perfectly fine. This is just part of going through life. You have the yes. doubt, you look at it, you work with it, take a step back, don't overanalyze it, take a step back. I feel like get into a space of just like calm with yourself, you know, remove yourself from the thoughts, do something that makes you feel a little better in the moment, whatever it is, anything, and then go back into it because you'll have better clarity and you won't have that crippling doubt all the time. It goes away. It does not come back as consistently once you get a handle on what brings you peace and what, where the light is in your life. Um, if I, that makes sense. Absolutely. I love that. And I think that's a big misconception that people have is I'm going to be an entrepreneur and it's just going to be this linear line from Ta-da! <laughs> magic. I'm it's finding money. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's just not that way, but it does get easier. Once you yeah. have, you understand from your work, once you have a system in place, um, once you have a more comfortable way of responding to life and enjoying life, that plays in all areas and uh, it plays out much nicer once you become accustomed to that pattern of how you create. So I agree completely. Um, sorry, I was laughing a moment ago because uh, my dog decided to snort. Oh, I didn't even know that. Did I not hear Lucas snorting? I'm really like, why is she laughing? Oh. <laughs> He doesn't make sound all day until I record a podcast. Well, I think that's a gem <laughs> for all the, the dog part of the podcast. <laughs> I know. That's so funny. <laughs> well, I, I think that's such great advice to, you know, bring that up. I, I absolutely agree with you, you know, in the journey of being an entrepreneur, it's, it's not, you know, always rainbows and unicorns and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, those moments will have you kind of step back and take a look and reassess and make improvements and evolve mm-hmm. and change. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's okay if you want to change your business to a different direction a couple times until you find out what really is your, your jam, then by all means, you have the freedom to do that. I do like do your thing. I, and definitely like give yourself an opportunity to grow within the challenges that you're facing. That's what I would recommend again, because you are the same person in whatever your career you're in, in whatever relationship you're in, in whatever like solitude you're in, you are you. So I think it's worth paying attention to the challenges that you're met with. Um, and I'm learning to be kinder with myself. That is a challenge. Less. Oh, I love that. Having the process. Being kind and having grace for yourself. Oof. Yeah, that's a struggle. That's <laughs> probably my main thing. But um, 
but yeah, I, I think it's important to kind of like give yourself the space to expand, learn, expand, grow, and enjoy the the expansion. Mm-hmm. That I think will level up with really new opportunities and possibilities. It's really neat to kind of see the evidence of that growth I agree. Um, when you when you meet with it and go forward with it. And then something else we were talking about kind of before we hit record here was um, advice that you could give someone, an entrepreneur who's experiencing stress, burnout, maybe some practices that, that you have each day when you're kind of feeling a little bit, maybe a little bit of that stress creeping in. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've learned, everyone, you know, you hear everyone does their own thing and whatever works for you, but um you know, my life philosophy is we kind of, we, we meet with how we're feeling and our general, you know, for lack of a better word, our general vibration in the moment and like the dominant vibration of where we are. So we're not going to really, Lucas, we're not going to really, he's so cute in the background. I think my dog's <laughs> in his own podcast here. Just give it to him. <laughs> Just do it. Um, I, I really feel that in order to get through a creative process or, or any, anything that becomes difficult and, and you are aware of how you're tensing up, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed, you're about to cry, you're just getting totally ticked off. Any of those emotions that you're aware of are indicators of what you're going to continue to meet with unless you step away from it for a few minutes and find something to calm that down, to, to level yourself out and to feel peace. So I've learned over the past few years, only in the past few years, that when I step away, whenever I'm starting to feel that, I take a little breather, I sit, I go, you know, in a different space. I sit in the sunshine for like five minutes. Oh, yes. Just do deep breaths, like just something, anything, whether or not I do not have children. So I know this is often people will say that I can't do that, but there is always something. Go, go in the bathroom, sit on the toilet, Mm -hmm. (laughs) lock that door, just do something, little breathing, just anything to kind of clear that, that tweakiness, that resistance. Um, and then go back into it when you feel just enough calm down um, that you have clarity going back into it. That's that's what I say. Just practice accessing your peace. It is a daily, many times daily practice. Sometimes. Oh, I love that. Accessing your peace. Yeah. And you also said a mini meditation before. Yes, it is. That's how I look at it. Anything in life that it's a walking meditation, you can have meditations if you're with people that make you feel more uplifted anything that, that helps you to feel peace. And it really is yourself. Like we can't depend on other people for that. So we have to learn what it is about ourselves that we can access in order to feel this peace when we're feeling otherwise, you know, thrown. Um, But it is a practice, you know, it is a practice and it does get easier. Um, and amazing things happen when you step back into a situation that you were in and you were totally stressed out about, but you go back into it with different clarity. Mm-hmm. It kind of, they work. It, it, I'm telling you, it's, it's near magical how things work themselves out uh, when you're in a different headspace. Your perspective informs your reality. So, um, Ooh, I love this. 
so that's what I, that's how I have to remind. That's how I remind myself, get back on track. I love it. Um, I also want to, just a little tidbit here is, I think a lot of people consider um, creative skills to be, and I don't, I value creative skills like crazy. You know that I depend on you for many things. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people have a little bit of resistance to monetizing creative skills. Mm. And I, I think people think um, in terms of, you know, business coaching, sales funnels, conversion mm. rates, um, sales, these things are easier uh, mentally to convert into numbers than creative skills are. But I just want anybody who's listening to know that being a creative, a passionate, a multi-passionate person um, is so highly valuable. So I don't want anybody to ever feel discouraged and say, well, I'm just an artist. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you are needed by so, so many, many business owners. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just a different, it's a different form of intelligence. Everyone's got something. Yes, yes. Um, it's what you focus on and what you take the time to uh, grow. And creatively, this is, I, I'm, I mean, I do have degrees, but largely what I do now in my like creative hub, I, I've taught my, like with photography, I didn't go to school for that. I'm just, I get like not the most expensive equipment, but mm-hmm. I pay attention to the light and candid moments. I pay attention. I'm in the moment. Any, anyone can do this and, and you can make, I don't know how I've done it except to say that I've just enjoyed what I was doing. Did not think I was going to actually make money from this, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it. I put it out there um, as, an, as a sort of more like a creative diary. Like that's what Instagram really helped me with is a creative journal for myself. But people started to see that and reached out to me and wanted me to help them with photography, Mm -hmm. um, with space design, to get on for event design, uh, to take pictures of like, one of my favorite events was taking pictures of uh, my friend, uh, two-year-old's birthday party. Because just taking pictures of kids where you're not telling them to stop and bribe them to get their picture where they're just in their happy moments. I love seeing people in their like natural moments of connection. Um, And you can just, that's how you make money. It it comes when you're really putting something out there that feels good. People connect with that in these really kind of like amazing ways. And, you know, all of that said, I hear a lot of people (laughs) who have come to me for like, business advice over the years and my ex-husband who's a tattoo artist and successful in his business we were always asked you know how to set up a business as a creative and I'm like look 60% of the work is business related so you really have to know learn little by little these steps to create this business creatively it's important and the art that you create and what you put out there is important like make that solid but definitely learn different skill sets as you go. That'll only strengthen it. And, and I think that's part of like how you help people um, to get that lined up for them. Call on people to help, <laughs> you know, when you don't know, teach yourself or call on people who are doing that work to, to you know, give input and insight as well. It's a community effort. It really does take a village going through life. I love it. Oh, it's so good. So, so good. So now the good stuff. Uh, how can people find you? 
lightandmuse.com. And I'm on Instagram um, and with Catherine Massey. Awesome. It's my handle there, but that's all connected to my website. So. Awesome. Thank you so much. This is such a great chat. I love chatting with you. I love working with you. I love seeing your, your growth and your creativity and action. And it's oh. one of my very favorite things. So thank you so much, Elisa. It always is just a total pleasure to work <laughs> with you and to, you know, offer whatever I can. So thank you for having me on. And thank you to everyone for listening and definitely reach out if you have any questions. I'm happy to answer and help along. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Elisa. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.